Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. I like crows, man. <laughs> I uh, put this chicken carcass out for the girls, the, the our chickens. So, yeah, they're cannibals. So I put out a Jeremiah got a rotisserie chicken that he didn't eat. Um, so I gave it to the girls, and they were picking at it. Now, past two days, uh, crows, just a murder of crows. It's really cool to, to watch them. Crows are, like, extremely intelligent. And I could tell uh, just from watching, it's going to sound so stupid, but just from watching them, you know, there's, I, I've already picked up on like a hierarchy um, and a system, you know, to when they decide to come down and pick up the chicken, when they decide it's safe, it's, it's really interesting. And I like to have them around because they'll keep the hawks away. Um, and I've lost... I lost one chicken to what I believe was a raccoon or something, and then uh, another to a hawk, which it's been, a, it's, we're coming up on a year, so I can't complain about only losing two chickens free range on 10 acres in Maine. <clears throat> Most people will get 10 chickens and they'll have two left in, in two months. You know, they get massacred. Um, just everything's a predator possums, raccoons. Hawks, other birds of prey specific to your area. Uh, I mean, dude, everything. Foxes. And we let our chickens, like, just, they, unless there's a lot of snow, which they don't even try to leave their coop at that point, uh, we let them, like, free range, free range. Like, they are all over. They've got a probably, I'd say their radius is about a mile. You know, uh, nah, nah, that's that's an over exaggeration, big time. Probably a probably a quarter mile radius, um, and they do their thing. But uh, yeah, anyways, the crows actually keep the hawks away. I've seen, in fact, they'll let me know uh, when there's a hawk around. And uh, the one that got one of my chickens, I caught him in the act, uh, which that was just so terrible to see. I mean, he basically pecked her brain out, but uh. I caught him in the act and, you know, she was dead. I, I basically, I went running down the road, our dirt road, and he was on her corpse and uh, flew up into a tree and then took off. And I'm like, well, she's dead. I don't want her, to, want her to go to waste. You know, so I threw her out in the field behind the house. Farmer has a hay field and, uh, you know, this time of year it's completely flat and open. Uh, so I threw her out in the field the next day. Uh, I'm driving back from the gym and there he is. He's on her body out there pecking away. Dude, this guy's massive. Massive. It's the biggest hawk I've ever seen. It's the granddaddy of all hawks. And my wife and I had seen him probably about a month. He was across across the like the road that we live off of that our private road is connected to. There's a Christmas tree farm. And he used to hang out over there almost exclusively. Then Christmas comes and everybody's over there sawing down trees. I think it pushed him over to us because there was so much human activity and that's when he got one of the girls. But anyways, it's cool. Um, he, for a little while after that, every two or three days, he would come back and I would see him up in a tree. And the way I knew he was back is the crows would in, in the area would start going absolutely ballistic. It would start going nuts. So he didn't seem to be bothered by me that much. Now, Bane, 
whenever Bane gets near the tree he's in, he he flies way off into the desk. He does not like Bane. So what I do is uh, I'll find out what tree he's in because the hawks will dive bomb him and he just stands there completely unfazed because he's the size of three hawks, absolutely brawling. Bro's been running trend and mass prop for how long now? There's just the dude's massive, but uh, yeah, we'll run up to the tree screaming. I'll be throwing stuff. I don't want to kill it. First of all, I think it's illegal, but second, it's a beautiful animal. You now it's just doing what it does. Um, so we haven't seen him recently. So I think I scared him off off enough times. He's smart enough. It was like five days in a row. I'd be outside all morning waiting for him to fly in over that hay field to our property line. And Bane and I would just be standing there waiting for him, yelling, screaming. I'd get Bane to chase after him. Now we got owls. Now, anyways, I'm taking up, what, five minutes of the episode talking about chickens. But if you ever, I guess the point to this is if you can, I would get some chickens, man. They are not, they are extremely inexpensive if you want it to be. I mean, I kind of went all out on their coop. Um, I get them all the best supplements and feed and aminos for their water and vitamins and hydration. I mean, you know, we take really, really, we've got very, very healthy chickens. And the result of that is they lay every single day like clockwork. These people skimp and cut corners with their chickens. You know, people, I will never, I don't think, be able to treat an animal as just livestock any animal that's in my care is to me it's going to be a pet you know what I mean like I don't think I could eat these chickens I'm I'm here for the eggs baby I don't feel one bit bad about that um but uh yeah the chickens chickens are good man and if you're in an area where you're able to it's so funny people live in towns they've got a yard but they live in towns where they the code says you can't have chip F you. You know what I mean? You don't tell me what to do. I bought this house. This is my land. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell me. See, you guys got to stop paying attention and listening to these rules. These absolutely archaic, ridiculous rules. Now, I could see not having roosters in town. Roosters, but chickens don't make that. They have an egg call. So they go back, 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 back. <laughs> when they lay an egg, we call it an egg song. Uh, but other than that, they're not out there calling at 5 o'clock in the morning. So I could see an ordinance against roosters. That makes sense to me. But y'all got to stop following these stupid rules. They're, they're rules for peasants. You know what I mean? Like, if you can solve it by paying a fine, it's a rule for poor people. Basically is what it is. Seriously. If you can solve... Like, if you get in trouble and you get fined, you just got a rule for poor people applied to you. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. These fines. It's unreal. It's unreal. But anyways, yeah, chickens, man. I don't know. You know, usually I got something else to talk about. <laughs> get some chickens. Why? Because it's important that you're self-sustaining. You know what I mean? Not that chickens are going to make you entirely self-sustaining. Although, I mean, if you have a couple hundred of them, you could be, theoretically. 
got chicken liver, chicken hearts, chicken meat, chicken eggs, chicken poop, lots of poop. Get ready for poop. If you want chickens, man, dude, these things are shitting machines. That's that's all they do. It's all they do. They eat and they shit. That's it. That's all they do. That's that is the entire existence of a chicken. Oh, and dust baths too. If you're gonna get chicken, listen. If you're gonna get chickens, hit me up because I made all the mistakes and I learned, and now I know exactly how to take care of them. You got to have a dust bath for them. They like to uh, get some dust. So what I do is uh, I used um, ashes from the grill, from my charcoal grill. It was full of ash, and I just scooped it out into a little basin. And they hop right in there, and they fluff their feathers in it, and they have a great time. It helps them. Uh, they have uh, like a pre it's, I think it's called something preening gland. It's basically an oil on their, uh, a gland on their back that excretes oil that helps keep their feathers clean. And the dust sticks to that and like dirty particles or something. And it, when they shake it off, all the not good particles on them fly off. I don't know. But what else do you guys want to know about chickens? <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, I mean, before I go to the gym, I mean, we might as well keep the episode going. I don't know. I guess I'm just not particularly, particularly inspired by anything other than chickens. Y'all probably turned this episode off by now. Like, dude, I came here to be poured into and I'm listening about chickens all morning. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. I don't know. I'm in the chicken mood. It's a Friday. Um, here's a good one. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Um, I didn't listen to my gut last night, so I've been up 35% this week on my trades. And I just lost 10% of that 35%. So I'm still up 25% since Monday. That ain't bad. I'm not complaining. But I lost 10% of my 35% on the week last night because I didn't listen to my gut. I had a position open and I saw it going down. And I'm like, eh, I'll hold out. You know, it'll go back up. But my gut was like, no, you, you lost a couple bucks. Just pull out, cut your losses, stay above 30%. You'll be good. And I didn't. And I got smashed last night. I had to close it this morning down 10% on the week. So listen to your gut. The only time I've been, I've had, I've just gotten rocked in life is when I did not listen to my gut. You know what I mean? You got to listen to your gut. You got to trust your intuition. If you can't trust yourself, who are you going to trust? You know what I mean? You can't trust yourself. Who are you going to trust, my friends? All right, we're pulling into the chips, so. There you go. Get some chickens and trust your gut. That is today's episode. Alright? I love you guys. Let's get it. Let's have a great day. Peace.